going to give this uh, Blue Moon Lounge podcast a shot here. Um, basically, ramblings of an old disc jockey. It occurs to me that, well, music today sucks. Anybody else get that impression? I mean, really? I mean, how, ma- how many of you, raise your hands, we'll count them, uh, don't listen to current music now because there's no good music anymore. Uh, it's it just, it ran out. At some point, it became uh, some little geek in a studio with a bunch of little snippets of sound and another dude with a microphone and somebody making noise with their with their lips or something smacking their lips and uh echo chambers and that kind of good technology that's what we're listening to now uh, th- those of us who listen to current radio i mean country music has still got some songs out there maybe every four or five years if somebody actually has a a decent song, but for the most part, everything's gotten so homogenized and so robotic and just gross that uh, it's just not worth it. And it's hurt the music industry, I, I think, for the most part, unless everybody wants to be R&B, hip-hop, that kind of good stuff. Justin Timberlake, uh, that kind of thing. Um, music really... Stopped existing probably, what, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? People stopped trying. Uh, Finally got around to watching the uh, documentary uh, Echoes in the Canyon the other day. And it uh, it's pretty cool. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Uh, Everybody pretty much knows what it's about. It's about the artists that moved from, say, New York and other places to record in LA basically because the vibe was so good. Uh, it's where it's at, according to the mamas and the papas. But um, I, th- I thought it was pretty cool. You, you had musicians, artists, that they basically borderline hippies that uh, I do not know how they got their money. <laughs> Some of them enjoy just performing at a uh, little hole in the walls at different uh, nightclubs and that sort of thing. Of course, you had your studio musicians that were extremely talented people who made pretty decent money, pretty steady money in the recording studios, and there was a ton of them. But you had a lot of these uh, young, I'd say 20-ish type people, the idealistic type people that basically lived in the same area, geographical area. And uh, they they played their music and they compared music and they they would just uh, somebody bang on somebody's door on Sunday morning and say hey dude listen to this and they jam for a couple hours I, I don't know you know if uh, there might have been some type of uh, mushrooms involved or something for breakfast or whatever uh, it seems to be a lot of hallucinogenics going on back then but um, it, it was it was really neat for me to be reminded uh, of those artists. Tom Petty was featured several times as kind of like a sort of a part kind of narrator uh, of things. And of course, you know, you have Bob Dylan's son was, was the producer of it. So it's pretty cool. He's very talented. But uh, the premise of it is that they were doing it for the love of the music and not for the love of money. And um, 
they uh, they played off each other. Uh, like the, the the story about how uh, Pet Sounds was so remarkable uh, that the Beach Boys did that it influenced the Beatles to produce uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and it just shows you how they all they all knew each other. They they flew back and forth from L.A. to London, which you think about the cost involved in something like that, there was a ton of money to be made. Um, as a side note, I always thought it was remarkable that it, it wasn't in this documentary, but I was, I was telling my wife that just, can, can you realize that the Bee Gees, each one of them had their own freaking castle. They had castles. Hey man, come over to my castle this Thursday, okay? And we'll go over to your castle next Friday night. I wonder, did they install pools? In those castles. Anyway, uh, that's another story about the BJs. But anyway, I thought it was remarkable how music was then that we still hear now. Uh, and, and the fact that uh, I was at a remote of a hip-hop radio station some years back. And uh, the little disc jockey, little homie, was doing his thing. And, and I pointed out to him that the song playing, it had the lyrics on it of Pave Paradise and put up a parking lot. I said, dude, that's, that's Joni Mitchell. Of course, this little dude never heard of Joni Mitchell. And of course he never, he never listened. He never listened to anything before 1995 anyway, and nothing on any other station besides his type of music. But anyway, it, it just shows you that the lyrics now that they find and rip off <laughs> from way back are, are songs from our day. And I think it's remarkable that it still is out there and there's just crap out there now. So they have to find real lyrics from the old songs. Anyway, that's what we like to listen to, the Blue Moon Lounge. It's not uh, required, but it's very much encouraged uh, to appreciate good music, songs with lyrics, songs that tell a story, songs that will be around after we're long gone. But uh, we'll try to do that on this podcast a little bit. Uh, I'll try not to bore people with my stories, but uh, hopefully there might be something a little of interest to you. So thanks for listening.